Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hi, this is Laurel. Welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks, a podcast that talks about how to make money, how to keep it, how to invest it, and how to do it with a team in every category. If you say money, what do you think about? Today, we're going to talk about real estate, self-directed IRAs, this market. Ron Legrand is with me, dear friend, mentor, taught me a ton about this business and um, probably the best in real estate that I know. I don't say probably he is. And uh, he's had one of the most just consistent, constant following, has made more millionaires. I know you don't brag about it a lot, Ron, but I know you have, and you've helped countless families thrive in real estate. So welcome to uh, Laurel's Romantic Talks. Thank you, and it's always a pleasure to be here with you. So, Ron, talk a little bit about, I mean, you clearly, you know, you could almost put the term classic. I mean, when people think real estate, I always say you, right, because you've had sustainable work, sustainable workshops, sustainable services. You help people get it done where a lot of people, you know, just put some pixie dust out there and say, mm-hmm. good luck. I hope this little thing can work. So what had you make your business that way? And just mm-hmm. talk about how different you are than the rest of the HGTV guys. All right. <laughs> well, drive me first, crazy. First of all, that those are so-called reality shows. There's absolutely no reality in those shows. And you know that better than me. Uh, they're made for entertainment, but they do get a lot of attention. And I think we get a lot of clients from them, but boy, when they come in and see what the business is really like, because it's certainly nothing like represented on those shows, they just leave out about half the expenses. Other than that, everything's cool. So anyway, they're all about rehabbing houses. And then, uh, of course, there's a lot of investors come in at wholesale houses. Now, I've done at least a thousand of each of those, but that's not how we make the most money in real estate today. There are no TV shows about what we do. Because when we buy and sell houses, and I've done over 3,000 of them, still doing them, uh, we do it on terms mostly. Now, I still buy some all cash at a discounted price nowadays, but I tell you, that market got really tough. Oh, last maybe three years, hot, 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 hot market. Still tons of deals out there, but there was a time that's about all I did because it's just so easy to buy them. Sitting on my butt at home on my on my iPad. And uh, there's a lot of deals still being done like that today, but my specialty is terms. In other words, we get the seller to sell it with terms so we can offer it to our buyers with terms. And those are the folks that cannot qualify at a bank, which is about 70% of the people looking for a house. So we make it easy to get in there and give them time to fix whatever's broke. So if they come to us, they can't qualify at a bank. So that gives us the largest share of the market. So we usually lease option it to them. But can't confuse that with just renting it because we get non-refundable option deposits in the thousands of dollars, not in the hundreds, applied to their purchase price. And um, they're responsible for their own repairs. And they're a totally different class of tenant than what most people think about. They're tenant buyers. And they think differently. So they act differently. Is that also, I mean, that's, you're talking lease options are subject to essentially, right? Well, uh, when I'm buying, I usually buy with owner financing. I I can make a case against subject to, but yes, I've done a lot of those. And yes, that seems to be the hot thing going on in the country today, but not without a downside to the seller. 
So when you say, so, so walk through a property, like give us an example of a property and how you would do terms. Because you, what you just said is what okay. I think, I mean, it is your wheelhouse. Well, there's only three kinds of terms. You either lease it with an option to buy from the seller, or you take it subject to, which simply means the seller just deeds it to you and walks away. And then you start making their payments, but you're not personally liable for any of these things uh, because uh, personal liability is a no-no on Planet Run. I actually hurt people that guarantee debt. That's the biggest mistake they can make. Or number three, we buy it with owner financing, which means it's going to be a mortgage back to the seller or a deed of trust back to the seller. And it can either be a seller who has no debt, so they get a first mortgage, or it could be a seller who has a debt. And it's a wraparound mortgage, which we probably don't want to try to explain right now. But most of them that I buy are on a wraparound mortgage if the seller has a debt. So I buy it with owner financing, and mostly we just make the seller's payment for them if they have an underlying debt till sometime in the future. And many times uh, the seller allows us to just continue making their payment until their loan is paid off. So we get equity in the house, but, you know, not like guys on TV. Now, I mean, we're not going to, in a terms business, we're not going to buy a house for 60% of its value because we don't have to pay cash. Sometimes we buy them very close to retail value because of the terms. So good news is we get in with little or nothing down, and you'd be shocked at how many people will sell you your house with nothing down if you use the right script, which, of course, I have and have perfected over the years. In fact, Everywhere we go, everywhere I teach, we do these deals live on stage that our folks call and create these deals while I'm teaching uh, to demonstrate that this is real. You know, I don't just talk about this stuff. We do this stuff. So anyway, if I can buy the house with little or nothing down, let's say it's a $400,000 house, and I put it out on the market with a lease purchase. You can imagine it's a beautiful house in a beautiful neighborhood. Well, I can tell you before I even put it out there, I'm not going to accept less than a $30,000 non-refundable option deposit from a tenant buyer. Now, look, if they, if they went to the bank to buy that house, they'd need 20%. They'd need 80000 And they'd need a good credit. Well, I don't need good credit, and I don't need 80000 So you can see the opportunity I'm giving that buyer. Truly a public service. So if I put out, I don't know, let's say I didn't get it with nothing down. Let's say the seller wants $10,000 down. Okay. The 30 that I got minus the 10 I gave the seller leaves me with 20. So I have a $20,000 upfront payday. And then there's always a monthly spread between the rent my tenant pays and what I owe the seller. So there's a monthly cash flow in there, which Laurel, you and I know is probably more important than even that 20 grand because that's called residual income that keeps on coming in for years, which will quickly outplace or uh, replace on his job so they don't even have to work anymore. And then, of course, whatever equity is left on the back end when they actually go get a loan and close, if they do, is another check. Now, plus, when I buy it, we get to depreciate it. When we depreciate it, it lowers their taxes. So you go buy enough houses without using your credit and uh, little of your money. Next thing you know, you don't have any taxes to pay just because you bought them. And then we get the debt pay down every month. Every month, we get wealthier because the debt pays down. So we get all these advantages for owning real estate. And uh, unlike the boys on TV, you get one check, pay maximum taxes, and then have to go do it again. And they have no residual income, no depreciation, no growth. So uh, my world, I want the money, but I also want the growth. I want the wealth and the tax reduction all at the same time in one deal. You one deal and you're continually getting paid for it. Now, did I go too fast? Does that make any sense? 
No, it was awesome. I just have a few questions in there. So when you take and actually make payments in the owner finances, do you let them stay in the house? I know they're in different no. states. There's laws no. where you... No. Okay, so you just take no. it over. No, I can't put a tenant buyer in the house if the seller is still staying in it. No, I do not leave the seller in the house. In fact, okay. I, I insist that they move or I don't want the house. Yep. So how do you find a lot of your houses? Like, I know you have just... I've got a whole list of ways. I got a whole, there's, that I teach. There's a whole bunch of uh, free apps, free websites, like uh, oh, Facebook Marketplace, for example. I mean, there's a, a list of places where you can go and, and post your ads and get free stuff. But then there's also paid Facebook ads, which I'm also doing, and many of my students are as well. Then you get offline. I mean, there's an endless amount of things we can do offline. Like right now, I'm having 10,000 door hangers made up, and then I got a company that will go distribute them for me. You can go to uh, the post office, uh, USPS.com, and they have this thing called Every Door Direct, and they will distribute flyers for you in any chosen carrier route for 18 and a half cents each. You know, this AI Buy House has got the information and got the reasons for people to contact you. I've got a whole yellow letter campaign where we mail letters that look like they're handwritten and get, target the audience we want to go to and you know, about 10 other things that we can do. Well, actually, there's probably 30 other things we can do, but <laughs> there's only a handful we can do, and there's well, some that work better and some that don't. So there's something in there for everybody. I mean, there's FISBO signs, for sale by owner signs all over the place. So we even have a floor of virtual assistants that calls your leads for you and fills out property information sheets. So then all you have to do is make one little three-minute closing call and read my simple script to determine whether the seller is going to be interested in terms or not. So I'm going to totally take a huge, huge turn. Self-directed IRAs. Everybody has mm-hmm. talked about them. How would you use one of those examples? I just appreciate okay. you getting so tactical for our listeners and right. giving them real content. I've How would you use a self-directed IRA? I have been teaching them for years, and in fact... When you and I met, I didn't know you know how to use them, and I told a whole audience you probably don't. <laughs> and the next day, you were on a panel, and I had to crawl a little bit when I found out that you did. So uh, that was in the 90s, <laughs> so it doesn't matter now. Uh, self-directed IRAs can buy real estate just like we do. They are better suited for the cash deals, the wholesale deals, the rehab deals, or any deal that does not come with debt. If it comes with debt, It will trigger UBIT, Unrelated Business Income Tax, and that means when the property does sell, uh, you will pay taxes. But we can fix that easily, Laurel, by getting a solo 401k. You can get those at your local bank. They serve the same purpose as the IRA, but they have some distinct advantages, and one is that there is no UBIT. Plus, you can borrow against the solo 401k if you want to. So we need them both. If we're going to do anything with them, we don't need either one of them. We're not going to do anything. But I can tell you that growing tax-free beats the hell out of paying taxes. Well, and what about a Roth? Talk about a Roth. And I'm well, probably overly aggressive just because I've had kids and I've I learned early from, you know, superstars like you how to take the kids' Roths and really grow them into six figures. And I got kids that yeah. are, you know, just turned 20 and they got six-figure Roths. So talk about a Roth. I don't think people use them enough. Well, I think no, they don't. They don't. They're ordinary vehicle. Well, I mean, you know, who, who's going to actually teach this stuff? First of all, a Roth is what I'm talking about because that's the only IRA one needs as far as I'm concerned. It's tax-free rather than tax later. And I like never taxed better than tax later. But you can set up your solo 401k same way. How do you choose? So anyway, growing tax-free 
I'll give you an example. I can tell you, you take any amount of money you want and you invest it for 10 years at any rate that you want outside your IRA. Now you do the same thing from inside your IRA. And in 10 years, the money inside your IRA is worth 10 times more than the money outside your IRA because you paid no taxes along the way and, and that money made money and compounded it and so forth. So growing tax-free is always better. You got to know the rules. There aren't that many. Biggest one is self-dealing. You better not have and, and get compensated in any way from your Roth while you're uh, doing business in it, except, of course, you're growing it. You'll get compensated when you're ready to take it out. Uh, and you can take it out anytime you want, and there's no age limit by which you have to, like a, on a traditional. So a Roth is a beautiful thing given to us by the uh, IRS, and anything we can do outside of it, almost, we can do inside of it. But I can tell you right now, your CPA will not understand this, neither will your attorney. <laughs> they understand you can do real estate with your Roth, but they would have no clue how to buy real estate with using very little or no money. So they cannot connect those two dots. So people getting terrible advice from their CPAs and their attorneys on using a Roth because they don't know what you and I know on how to marry that to real estate. Well, and let's just talk about wealth team because I think, I mean, it's where, you know, I took one out of the Kiyosaki playbook, right? The Rich Dad Poor Dad advisor team mm-hmm. as one that helped with the cash flow game, helped put cash flow on the map and really saw the power of a team. And that's, you know, you've got a team around you. I've created a team. Let's talk to those people, just like you said, who they drive me crazy. They come to you and I for help. And the first thing they do is say, I'm going to go talk to my CPA or lawyer. And you know, damn good well, they don't know how to do it. It's sort of like going to Schwab Fidelity or traditional and saying, hey, I just heard this podcast with Laurel and Ron. And they said I could self-direct my Roth. And the traditional firm will say, we can't do that. Now listen to the language. We can't. They can't, but we can't. It can be done. So what do you tell the folks that consistently go back to their – and it's not that I'm sure their CPA yeah. or, account, or lawyer isn't nice. I'm sure they're lovely, but they yeah. don't know what we know. How do Correct. you coach them to move away? All right. Well, first of all, I make them aware of that just like you just did before they even leave my classes, uh, that uh, you better be careful to whom you listen. In fact, I got a T-shirt, Laurel, that says, the whole world is full of crap. Because <laughs> so, it is, all right? Uh, and you cannot do this with an IRA at your bank. Uh, You've got to go to a self-directed IRA company that doesn't do anything but this. I use Quest out of Texas. I don't know who you use. It doesn't really matter as long as it's one of those self-directed IRA companies. And they won't tell you what to invest in. They won't even refer you to anything. But, see, they don't get a commission on whatever you do, like your um, banks and uh, companies that's, that will house your IRA. So, obviously, the motive is not there for your bank to tell you you don't have to do what they ask you to do. When It's self-directed at your bank as long as you invest in something that's on their list. So that's that's right. multiple choice. That ain't self-directed. With a self-directed IRA, you choose. And it's amazing what you can do with these IRAs. I mean, you don't have to do real estate. There's all kinds of things. You can invest in anything you want to invest in, pretty much. You can make loans uh, from your IRA unsecured. wouldn't suggest it, but <laughs> you can. Uh, but you just cannot deal with your parents, children, grandchildren, grandparents, uh, grand all the way up in your linear descent. You cannot deal with anybody in that group, including your spouse's group, or your self-dealing. And you don't ever want to get caught self-dealing because it could wipe out your IRA and cause a bunch of penalties on top of that. So you just got to, there's only a couple of rules, big things you got to learn. Uh, I was just going to switch gears again because I got, you know, my podcast is quick. Talk about today. You know, we're recording this in the COVID time. 
some states are coming back to work. What have you been telling people in these last six, eight weeks? I've been telling them what I've been hearing, that the business is better than it was. People are home. They're answering the telephone. Their mindset is different. They're way easier to deal with. And buyers are abundant who can come up with uh, money to put up for a non-refundable deposit because they're looking for a home and the banks are tightening down on the qualifications. And I just saw where Chase is a minimum score of 700 now. Gosh, uh, even FHA is down to 580, so they're tightening up because everybody's running scared. Well, when people are running scared, it's great for the real estate industry because it makes it easy to buy and easy to sell when you're selling our way. Remember, there's no banks required on either direction on my way. So I'm not a slave to what's going on outside because people always need a place to live, Laurel. They always have and they always will, regardless of what goes on around them. You and I went through the 2008 debacle where we lost a lot of equity in properties. But honestly, I don't really see that happening during this thing because it's not a financial thing. And I think we're going to recover quickly. But the truth is, uh, I'm okay either way, aren't you? I'm totally okay. I'm having yeah. fun. I'm having the greatest. Like, So talk a little bit about that just because you have, I think, one of the smartest perspectives because 2008, 9, and 10 was so different, was so mortgage real estate related. So many people, again, misinformation is all over the Internet. Why is today so not even comparable to 8, 9, and 10? I mean, outside of the downturn, but that's, I mean, regardless of that, how are they so different? Well, for one thing, people are actually still working back then, even though they lost a lot of jobs. They weren't confined and imprisoned in their own homes. For another thing, you know, prior to this thing, we had the best economy we've ever had, which means a whole lot more people were working. And I know that's going to come back quickly. It ain't going to come back all the way. No way. It'll take some time to recover from it. But all we need is a positive perception in the mind of consumers and watch things go and go quickly. And I'm telling you, real estate is, I'm hearing this from realtors and I'm hearing it from investors and I got a ton of them. For those who are doing the business now, they're finding it easier. Of course, some people are using it for excuse not to do anything, but that's their choice. You and I are always going to run toward disaster, not away from disaster. Absolutely. Ron, talk about your summit coming up. You've pivoted online. I've pivoted online. Okay. I'm doing a, a virtual marketplace and meetup for people to make money. You're doing one to teach them how to do what you're talking about. So talk about what goes on at your summit. I have a three-day event scheduled. First of all, it's free, so uh, relax. And it starts <laughs> May, the, May the 5th, 6th, and 7th. And it starts at 11 a.m. to take care of you West Coasters so you don't have to get up so early. I have 11 a.m. Eastern, okay? okay? And we're going to go to about five thirty, six o'clock at night, something like that. And it's a lot of me with my special sessions. One of them's on land. I'm doing land right now, Laurel, finding underzone land and, and uh, raising the value of it and selling it at its higher value with students all over the country. It's about a couple, three ways to make money sitting at home. It's about uh, doing deals because we're actually going to be doing live deals during this thing with students who send us leads and you get the instructions on how to do that. And we got virtual assistants that even call the sellers for you, get most of the information. And then I structure them on a stage in front of the camera and show, wow, this one's, uh, here's what I do with this one. And you see money coming from these things. Incredible, actually, because we're actually doing what we're teaching, not just talking about it. I still buy houses to this very day. Got a lot of things going on right now to buy more houses. 
And um, by the time you're through, you cannot not believe that this real estate thing is real. And we all have students from all over the country actually doing deals while you watch. And, you know, three or four uh, outside speakers, you're going to be one of them. In fact, you and I, or you, I mean, maybe I if you want me to butt in, but probably more you, are going to be discussing how to buy these businesses that are down and out right now. Golly, what an opportunity that's going to be because, you know, a lot of businesses aren't going to come back, and the ones that do come back wish they didn't have to. And these things are going to go dirt cheap. And I would think that every one of them are going to go with seller financing, just like I buy uh, real estate. So if you're in the mood to buy a business, man, I've never seen a better time to do that than right now. So I'm I'm going to leave that task up to you, and I'll handle the real estate part. How's that? I love it. And, you know, and part of all that, there's, you know, private capital. And I know in your models, uh, you don't need any capital, but I will talk about how, some of these restaurants, I'm going to say restaurants, you know, I'm leaving, some car dealerships, some franchises, um, and I know specific numbers on those. There's a lot that are not going to make it. Hair salons, dry cleaners. I mean, there's a lot. And, and to get them, maybe they just need a little capital. So I can't wait to talk to that topic at your summit. So, again, you're going to go to asklaurel.com. That's where you go for my podcast to ask any question, make a request. But specifically to sign up for Ron's summit, you go to asklaurel.com forward slash virtual R-E-S. So okay. asklaurel.com. Go ahead, Ron. Do you think your you, folks uh, know how to spell Laurel? Uh, well, I say just in case. A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L, asklaurel.com, virtual R-E-S for real estate summit. All right. Well, you know, I've been spelling your name wrong for a lot of years, girl, so don't <laughs> laugh. That ain't funny. To, to, me, to me, it's L-O-R-E-L. So, uh, all right. I just wanted to verify that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Ron, it's great to have you on Laurel's Real Money Talks. And, again, it's a free summit. What are the hours going to be so folks can 11 a.m. register? 11 a.m. till about, uh, remember now we're talking Eastern Standard Time, till about 6.30 day one, about same day two, and 5 o'clock day three Eastern Standard Time. Awesome. Ron, what's your, tell us a little more personal. When this thing opens up, are you going to, taking your shows back on the road, or are you going to take this opportunity to bring well, it we, to you? Well, we've been doing live event for a live events for a long, long, long time, and we're going to continue doing them because I don't care what we do in front of that camera. We can't duplicate it on the road with live events. For example, um, I have a four-day event, and we have the bus tour and all of that. I can't do that in front of the camera. Yeah. But you just don't get the interaction. You don't get the... You're never going to do as well watching the TV as you are would if you were in the live event. I have the focus. Got a lot of people you hang around. Uh, you make new friends. You develop a network. You're able to ask questions. You're able to sit down. Uh, you know, students learn as much from students as they do from the teachers. And you don't get any of that. And we do live deals in all of our live events. And, of course, only for those who are attending. So it increases your odds of actually helping us get you a deal done. Uh, I've often said you should bring leads to my live event, and if you sleep the whole time, let us make money for you because <laughs> we're doing the work for you. <laughs> uh, I would agree. I yeah. would agree. Yeah, that's, you know, I say similar. I say bring whatever you want to sell, whatever your 21st century lemonade stand, your expertise, your book. And, uh, again, you can sleep. I'll make money for you because it's not difficult. Probably one of the things you and I have in common, Ron, is you don't have to have money to make money. I think you and I have proven that over and over and over. You don't have to have it to make it. You just have to be really, really creative and mm-hmm. smart. That is fact. So, Ron, 
Thanks for being on the World's Real Money Talks. I appreciate you. I deeply look forward to being on your summit. And uh, those of you that are listening will be back on the World's Real Money Talks as we continue through our Millionaires in Training series that was all recorded through COVID-19. So pick up where you need to based on what you've done to yourself financially. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week. Oh, 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 oh,